0: What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, Uber, Lyft, Driver, and Gig Economy News, sponsored by Curry.com. I'm your host, SJ. Let's get it on. What are you all doing here again? I mean, what am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing here again? Second time in a week again. What am I doing? Bonus episodes again or something? Maybe, maybe I'm doing bonus episodes again. Uh what's up, everybody? Happy Friday! Happy end of week. Um, yeah. So I we've been sick around this household for the past little bit. My son got sick last week. Um, not COVID. Um and not flu, just some weird funk that really, uh, was really sinus and, uh, head congestion and just really crap, just feeling all and all crappy. Um, but yeah, so long story short, my son's been sick. Um, I got sick. It's been a, it's been a tough week. I, I actually, it hit up on my asthma a little bit again too, that I didn't even have asthma since I was a kid, since I was 16 and I haven't even had an emergency inhaler and, in, you know, over 30, 35 years. And, uh, yeah, last summer, July, I got nailed with, um, you know, what I, th- I thought I had COVID I've told this before, but it's been a while. Um, I thought I had COVID and I, you know, it was at the peak July's when all the hospitals were full of 2020. And I still had to go in because, you know, I was, I got, it got so bad. My blood O2 was at like, I hate to even tell you guys, but it got down to like 80. Um, so, you know, I, I chose to not go to a hospital and to go to instant care instead. So I called the instant care and I told them, you know, I don't know if it's COVID or what at the time again, folks, I didn't. Um, but, you know, so I was thinking, you know, COVID if I, and then I thought, you know, uh, so I'm having a respiratory issue for sure. That's, that's no doubt. But I was thinking that if it, if it isn't COVID and I walk into an emergency room, I was a hundred percent sure, I was going to walk out of that emergency room with COVID if I even got to walk out. So I was very hesitant to go to the hotel or the the hotel, <laughs> the hospital. But what I what I did was call an an instant, uh, you know, one of those um, urgent cares, and I said, "You, I, I'm not sure what I have going on. You know, I don't, I haven't been ex- around anybody." that I think I've been exposed to COVID, but I'm not sure. And I asked if they were busy, What yada, yada. And they were fine. They said, come on in. And um, I went in there, and they did some tests. They gave me a steroid shot and some other shots and kept me on some, because my blood O2 was so low, you're supposed to send people to the hospital when you're under that number. Because if you don't know people, you're supposed to have a blood O2 of 95 to 100. That's where everybody should be. Um, And again, I hadn't had asthma in 35-plus years. I'm at like 80. And when she first read the number, she hadn't told me that whole story that I just said about the 90, to, 95 to 100. And so I thought, okay, well, that's not good, but 80 is a B minus. I instantly equiv- I instantly put it into grades. I don't know why. I'm like, well, it's B minus isn't bad. And I'm like, okay, so that's, you know, it's not as bad. And she, and she was like, well, you know, low 70s is dead. So, <laughs> so instantly my scale became skewed. And I was like, what? So, um, anyway, uh, long story short, this, so this week when I did get sick, like my son did, it actually hit my asthma up again. So I actually had to go back on some medication that, um, uh, it's singular. Um, but I actually have, I get a lot of the side effects when I have to take it or when I did last year too. And I took it for like a month and had to have the side effects, but my breathing got so bad that I had to get back on it this week, and uh, it's helping a lot. I'm not, knock wood, I'm not feeling any side effects yet, so hopefully uh, I don't, because even if I do, I'm going to have to stay on this for a little bit. But now, um, jumping into things a little bit here. Uh, so the bonus episode this week is uh, Mike Delivers is going to be on the podcast, and I'm going to bring him on in here in just a second. But uh, yeah, we're going to talk to him about you know what he's doing in his jersey market, and uh, just go over a few things, and uh, that's about it. So uh, stay tuned. While I'm, oh, wait, 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 wait! What am I doing? What am I doing? Um, I gotta, I gotta do something here before that. Uh, curry baby, curry baby, curry baby. So if you haven't signed up for Curry yet, do it in the show notes. Uh, my link's in there, and uh, my my sign up referral link is in the show notes. You can click it. You can sign up. And you will be paid some of the best pay out there in the gig realm, so i i I challenge anybody out there, any of my listeners uh to go download Curry and run all the apps you want in your market now here's the thing: Curry won't keep you busy all day long. however, it's a day gig, so there's a, there's going to be some little mixed messaging here. It's a day gig, so it happens in the day a lot of stuff. For me, in the Denver market, is all night with most gig. Obviously, some Instacart stuff like that, which I haven't tried, but I've done delivery and rideshare. All that kind of stuff usually happens at night. Um, I mean, there's some work to be having the day, but it's not the same. But regardless, even if it were the night pay or the day pay from any of your the other gigs, what I will say is you can't stay job after job on hotshot runs on the Curry platform busy, but you don't even have to have it open just on your device and it will send you text through when ones are in your area. And I cha- here's the challenge. I challenge you to take any of those Curry runs and tell me that your time wasn't two to four times more than you would have made on any gig platform out there. And when I say two to four times, I'm just being careful because really I've been doing a lot of breakdowns from screenshots people have been sending me since Curry's been my sponsor. And it's more like Three to four, but I'm just saying two to four to be careful. But I'll actually kind of push nudge that to the right people and say three to four. So that's what you should be making on the Curry platform. So anyway, sign up for Curry. Also, uh, Monday we're going to have a uh, Curry roundtable with a bunch of drivers from different markets, and it's going to be on next week's podcast. It's going to be a great um, little segment, or it's going to be a great. It's going to be a great whole piece, is what I should say on. Um, curry from the eyes of drivers in different states different cities markets around the country and i'm gonna have about four or five of them on and we're gonna just talk about their markets and their experiences with the platform and we're gonna go from there so uh make sure to check out next week's episode that said let's get mike in here so this week we have mike basaglia I get that right
1: yeah, you got it right, and don't feel bad. I, <laughs> I say it wrong it right the, all first the time. time Mike and I, I, I were just testing it a... out before we
0: started. Yeah. All good, all good. <laughs> uh, from Mike delivers podcast, and uh, Mike, I want to thank you for coming on tonight.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for for having me on. Looking forward to it. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so uh, I know that
0: you you're kind of like it sounds like you're like me a lot. Like you have a lot of things going on. Like I work for a laser production company. Uh, we do all of Carnival Cruise Lines. We do all mm-hmm. of uh, uh, all of Disney World. We do all of mm-hmm. Toy Toy Order or to co- Corporate. So we handle very big clients. But if you just listen to the three I just listed, that shut us down the entire pandemic. Because mm-hmm. those, no, I could ships, imagine. Yeah, Walt Disney World. All of our accounts were closed.
1: Oh, for sure. So, no, unfortunately, um, yeah, I hear you. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, like, uh, so I, you know, that's why I took the uberliftdrivers.com website, been around for years, and took it to the podcast level. And I'm glad I did. I mean, now we're starting to, it's starting to come back a little bit, but it's been more for me just like programming at home because we do a lot of out of country shows and installations, and I just don't want to be doing world travel yet
1: totally i'm not, I'm not there <laughs> hey totally understand i've said this before everybody's got their own feeling on where they are in the world there's no right or wrong answer if you no, feel like yeah. you want to you don't want to total respect for for your feeling and where you are in your, your position completely understand yeah i mean I'm, I'm back out in the world i mean i'm getting ready, ready
0: for snowboard season out here it's my 31st nice. year um yeah get my avalanche 2 certification and all kinds of other things so it's it's awesome i'm back in life i just don't want to be going to other countries for sure i just feel like i'd land and something would have happened that day
1: and they'd be like you need to go over there (laughs) no no, yeah no no. Uh, no need for it i (laughs) I completely understand uh, the perspective and understanding you don't need that anxiety in your brain i get you
0: so you do delivery on the on the app-based on-demand platforms uber eats specifically Mm -hmm. um but you also do what, what? What other what other things are you doing that you juggle?
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm uh, I'm a big fan of juggling a lot of it. Uh, <laughs> Uber Eats as a delivery driver, and that sort of started for me when I was working at CBS Sports Radio. I was producing their national morning show, and I would be getting up at like three a.m. But I'd be out of work around eleven thirty to noon. I live in Bloomfield, New Jersey, which is probably like thirty minutes outside New York City. So in my area. There was a lot of food delivery going on. This was pre-pandemic. It's just, just a high uh, volume of people, a lot of restaurants, right. chains, good like good in the sense of not a chain and a lot of like local authentic places. Anyway, so I, my wife was like, you need a second job. You're bored after you leave your first job. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. Uh, I put up a big stink about it. Then I did it, and I was like, I pretty much fell in love with it. My first order was to the IHOP a mile down the road. I was terrified. I was scared out of my mind, but I pulled it off and – Still proud of that, it's the only order where somebody called me back from the restaurant and said, You forgot strawberry compote. And I turned around and I got the strawberry compote. Only time that ever happened to me was the first damn delivery. <laughs> but I was doing that and I fell in love with it, did it more, did it more, did it more, did it more. Started a podcast, Mike Delivers, where I wanted to share my stories from the road, the wacky crap that happened to me while I was delivering. And then from there, it kind of sparked. A wild story how I got into my current job, which is amazing at ABF Creative, where we are creating podcasts um, for a lot of wonderful companies and also for ourselves internally. And from there, my podcast, Mike Delivers, does food reviews with my wife. We talk about foods that um, we that I've seen on deliveries. One time I went to an IHOP and at 1030 in the morning, somebody ordered a tilapia and the mashed potatoes and corn. And I said, Jess. We gotta try this. We have to try the tilapia. So we did a full review on some of the wacky things people were ordering. And I also do a basketball podcast called Bad Weather Fans is a big Nets fan, rocking my Nets hat. My partner, the more who's a moron, likes the Knicks, and we kind of have some fun. So uh and we got a baby. But be and and my that's cat not, that's not for me. That's Detroit. Okay. Is that uh what is it is that for uh is that distance? The
0: new Red Wings logo.
1: Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I, I don't know hockey as well, so I apologize <laughs> there. I, I don't want to embarrass myself uh, and give you some dumb answers on that front. But yeah, yeah, that's uh that's it. That's what's going on. That's what I'm juggling. All right.
0: Yeah, I looked up your town. Uh, Population is about fifty fifty five thousand, right?
1: That sounds about right. Yeah, but there's so many. These towns are so oh, close together, towns, In Jersey. A, it's like it's like fifty thousand could... town attached to another fifty thousand town. Yeah. Like Essex County where I live and do deliveries is almost the size of like Pittsburgh to give in perspective. And that's just the County, you know, not this is the suburb of New York. So it's just big. There's just a lot of people and a lot of hungry people at all hours of the day. Like I want to order food at two in the morning. I want to order food at four in the afternoon. We're just a really hungry population here in Jersey. So even when the market's flooded, you're doing well. Yes, but I will say it's funny you say that. Like at first, when the Uber Eats delivery was started pre-pandemic, I love Sunday. It was like this was gravy day. Everybody was ordering. But what happened as things got busier and things changed, and that's a whole different conversation, is like Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday nights would make bank. Like night week nights because there was less competition, kick some butt. I mean, it was like total dominance. And once you knew, like. Took me a little bit of a rhythm, but once I figured out what I was doing, I got really good at it. Uh, but then on the weekends, I noticed, yeah, still lucrative, but everybody would else would come out, so it was a little bit annoying. Not bad, but weekdays were just great. Right. But now,
0: because I, I, I talk to people all the time from all over the country, I know you probably talk to a lot too different sure. markets, and some of them, you know, I, I you know, I talk to people who I know really do try their best and I, you know because i always say it takes the right person too i was in the i was a bartender for like 20 plus mm-hmm. years so i mean it just takes a service industry type to be able to do this type of work and not get frustrated right um because even though you say you're making bank stuff there's some frustrating times but you need to be able to roll through it it's like it's just some people are cut for the job some people aren't but some markets are tougher than others it sounds like yours is pretty fluent denver's pretty fluent yeah um so even when it's, even when
1: it's populated, you got, you're busy. Oh yeah. There is, it was, I mean, in the heat of the pandemic, it got really busy, like oh, unbelievable. Man, like did. your, your Uber Eats screen looked like it was just one big red storm coming in and mm-hmm. then it kind of leveled off a little bit. And I think, I think now and what has happened is like, for example, I think a lot of people didn't know how to use these platforms before the pandemic. But because of this, everybody in a lot of ways was forced to use it and learn it. Now, I think people are out and about. People are getting uh, going to different places. But a lot of people are like, I don't ever want to go get my groceries again. I don't I don't want to on a Friday night go drive down to that restaurant where I have to double park. And I know the cops watching me and I got a ticket that one time and that guy yelled at me and then I have stressed out about it. No, I'm just going to pay somebody to do it. So I think there's kind of a leveling out of that where. People are like, hey, this is great. I'm not going to stop doing this. I like when I just can roll down in my underwear and go to my front door and pick up my food, go back inside, and nobody ever has to see my face, <laughs> and I'll just be in my boxer shorts. This is great.
0: Yeah. No, I know. And, you know, A new thing here, too, is, uh, well, it's not that new, but it seems to be newly catching on, is it's taken away a little bit from some Instacart people, I know, because a lot of people are doing We have a a big 25 to like 40 uh age group here in denver that's mm. you know we're, we're kind of on the younger side of a big city and uh, a lot of people are moving to just picking their groceries up from king supers or safeway you know what i mean like they don't they're not using instacart because they don't want those right. fees but literally mm. like if, if they're not getting like produce or vegetables or things like that Got they're it. just they're just if it's just cereal or boxed items and whatnot they don't care who's touching them because they stocked them anyway and there's no yeah. fee on that so you just call drive around the back of any of the grocery stores and they just give you the box loaded
1: in. Right. And then you get out of the house a little bit. You have to, don't have to deal with all those fees. I totally understand the fees. Like right. I personally. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's it. why food delivery
0: is where it's at. I think Instacart is, is a problematic thing on its own, but yeah, I just, you know, it's, it's just crazy to me. And, um, yeah, I mean the, the, you know, ride shares taking a beating, uh, the food platforms are still doing well here. Uh, mm. You know, it depends on, it depends on how hard you work it though, too. I noticed that with you, it's pretty interesting to me because I was scrolling through your episodes and you were just talking about it, but it was pretty cool. Cause I was noticing that you guys were talking about foods and stuff just from the titles. And I listened to a couple, I listened to like probably about half of three episodes today and I was going to get to the one where your dad interviewed you, but
1: I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to waste that one before we talked because I figured that was just more of a fun one yeah that was my dad who's wanting to learn more about podcasting and he has some ideas on his end so we had this thought where he could interview me for a low stress low pressure situation <laughs> right. where it's not like your first interviews with this guest that he's been trying to get and he's nervous and he's sweating and he's asking the wrong question whatever it's just me and him sure. we talk all the time we have a great relationship and we can bust each other's balls whether or so yeah he's um, he i just, me about I, just my career. I just i just
0: put that one on my list though because i do want to hear it you know and uh But I noticed, you know, I was pretty surprised that like you started in twenty summer twenty nineteen. Is that about right? Mm, Yep, that's right. And so you you have two hundred and twelve episodes. I thought that was pretty. So I'm like, I started the beginning of the pandemic, and I was like, how is he at two twelve? Like I'm at eighty six, and I've been cranking about one a week. Yeah, like where what the? And I noticed that when I went when I was scrolling through them, they were. I was trying to like. Find some kind of algorithm with the dates that you drop your podcast, but I don't think it works like that, right? Well, you just drop them when
1: you drop them. I used to do it that way, and I want to do it that way. And my producer has been yelling at me about that. My wife, and she's like, "You have to have rhythm to it because when you don't do them on the other days, people get confused." And I know that. I said, "I know you're right. I have no other argument against you. You're right. I <laughs> got to do better at that." But I originally did that, and we would drop them on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Now, how it started was. Every Tuesday, you'd get an episode where I would tell my stories from the road. I would interview interesting people about their food delivery experience or they'd come on my podcast and I would tell them my stories from the road and have them react to the stories as somebody that's not a delivery driver. And then on the Thursday episode, we would do our food reviews. And what happened in reality was like, we've got a kid, I've got another podcast, I've got a full-time job, I'm doing deliveries. It just became the point where it was a lot. So what we did though, was we shifted our food delivery, dis- or, excuse me, our um, food review discussions to our fancy Patreon page. So that's where, um, and for if you don't, if people aren't familiar with Patreon, it is behind a paywall. But if you want to go, to Mike delivers and get that content. It is now uh, on the Patreon side. But it was just a way we you know, to to still keep everything we were doing. Uh, because I had I've had the Patreon page for a couple years, so we were doing three episodes a week, and it just got to the point. Um, pre baby, during the pandemic, totally doable. Post pandemic, with a baby, not doable. (laughs) That was kind of the it. Absolutely.
0: You know, I've I've been actually Jason Jason Teary. I know we both know Jason, and I know he's you know he's always bugging me. He's always saying, "Get your Patreon up, get your Patreon up." And I have had like you have had one for a long time, but I have not. But I have not built it out right you know i need to yeah, get in there and yeah. really like take the time but it's one of those things man like now we're out of the pandemic and i got tons of stuff going on i got a
1: teenager that lives here five days a week it's maybe it's... you guys could do a patreon together that could be interesting with that well be no, for... i think the patreon is going to be for the podcast Right. i want to just add in content he's gonna, maybe he he's wants gonna have going. to be my my help with discord yes i'm
0: disconnected to, from discord i don't eat when i look yeah, at man. it i don't understand it and he games with his friends on it so i'm hoping that he's going to be my
1: well if he teaches you then you can send him my way because i've looked at like <laughs> let me type in discord on youtube and then i watch it for three minutes and i go let me stop watching discord on youtube because i don't know what the bleep i'm reading or looking at yeah i'm sure it, once you get it yeah. you get it but it does seem kind of tricky but it does seem like something that's this really helped podcasters, gamers, and a lot of other. I was going to say I don't.
0: I don't know what it is because everybody, all of his friends game on the platform, and I think I finally figured it out. I think that it's people in our industry who game too, mm. because you can listen to a podcast or to music or whatever on Discord in a stream and minimize the window. Oh, cool! And game,
1: so you can Got be watching you. the little
0: podcast window
1: player and player and be gaming at the same time be watching the podcast that's so crazy man because i I have like a uh, i have a 13 month old and i'm like he's gonna be so much smarter than me with all of this and i know i'll be going to him for advice this is it just it's awesome it's just really cool to hear though
0: yeah no i mean like i get twitch i get youtube i get all the rest you know i'm I'm still building out those but our podcast is just absolutely blown up the website helps too but um yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. It seems like, you know, you dropped a lot of podcasts though. Um, yes. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It was, uh, you know, I, I definitely want to keep going through them because I love the way you guys talk about food, you and your wife. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I mean it is really cool, man. I, I don't see it. I have not, you know, I've really encountered most of the podcasts out there in the gig room. And it seems like you guys have a niche there that nobody else has. Yeah. You it's know, almost I like you're that, reviewing man. the food too. It's pretty cool. At first I was like, wait a minute. But then it was yeah, like really it's, cool. I was getting into this and I started actually getting hungry. And, you
1: know. <laughs> no, I get it. You know, and it's in a, it's really evolved because when I first started doing the podcast, it was called Basketball Drives. And my idea was I wanted to talk about my food deliveries and basketball. And then I got like three months into the podcast, maybe episode 30 something. And I just said to myself, I don't really want to talk basketball anymore. I just want to talk about food delivery. So I rebranded, did a new logo called the podcast mike delivers and from episodes like 34 to episodes 190 Uh there's just a ton of my stories from the road and all the wacky crap that's happened and you know i'll be driving on the road and like then we'll i'll do the drop off and i'll I'll, you know you get your phone you get your notes pad out and i'll write in like guy came out in underwear (laughs) was wearing my underwear that was weird did not tip me you know just like just taking all these notes because I found too, if you don't take the notes, you'll forget. Because everything oh, yeah, kind of yeah. becomes the same. But yeah, that that was kind of it. And I was like, I'm going to talk about it,
0: right? But I, you know, that's something that I feel like a lot of a lot of the podcasters are doing out there for the mm. delivery space is doing those kind of things. Like I actually, what you guys are doing now seems to be pretty cool and unique. Mm. I don't know that's if you know, minds of my podcast is evolving. Like, I'm sure yours is too. I mean. You know yeah, and I think not that's just changing important. but
1: evolving, you know. It's, yeah, and I think that's important. It's it's like um and it's something that I had to grasp with, uh and, and at first was frustrated with and was embarrassed with in a lot of ways, and then I realized, you know, you evolve as a person, you change. If stuff in your life's different than it was from when you first started, don't hide it, accept it, embrace it. And I think people that are listening will love and appreciate your honesty and just say, Hey, this is where I am in my life. This is how I started things. It doesn't mean this is worse or better. It just right. evolved, and I'm going to make sure to transform that into content for the listener. So I'm totally about that. Yeah, right on. Um,
0: so, okay, like out of just the generic uh, restaurants that people can relate to, um, what are your favorite two? What are your worst two that you hate delivering? Two, eating or delivering? Delivering, not anything to do with the food, just oh, ones the, that you don't it, mind popping them out. And not based on the tippy, they're just working with the restaurant and the speed and efficiency. I love this question. I'm all about this question. Let me start (laughs) with the ones I dislike because it just jumped in my brain and I'm
1: going to be negative. McDonald's doesn't count. Leave it out. Oh, McDonald's. (laughs) See, I could do a thing on McDonald's. We want to talk McDonald's Bloomfield. Okay. McDonald's East Orange. Super awesome. McDonald's West Orange unbelievable mix there's all these oranges in new jersey by the way i'm not just making these things up it depends on the mcdonald's you're at but sure let me start with the one that i've never seen to be so bad at anything of all time and that's chipotle i don't know how they get so bad at this and i have a couple theories but one was when i went in there when i've gone in there they've talked about how they keep their system and i think this is a regional thing because i've talked to other people that are like chipotle is great i'm like chipotle is great that's impossible I've talked ours is horrible this, too. Okay. Well, uh, well I'm going gonna,
0: gonna to relate to you on this one for sure. I want right, to hear cool. what you have to say.
1: <laughs> so I have this idea they do, they were doing thing on things on time blocks where it was like, you pick. like, if you were a customer just putting in your own order to pick it up, it'll be right. right. You pick eight 15, eight 45. And I think that's what they had done with the Uber eats deliveries. Cause I would go now I'm just getting angry. I would go in there and I'd be like, I have a pickup for John code X two six four nine er. And they'd be like, what time is the pickup for that? I go, I don't know. I'm the delivery. It just took me here. I literally had a phone tell me where to go. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I don't even know how to follow directions anymore my brain. This phone is telling me everything to do. Is that an 815 or an 830? Never ready. Okay, never ready. And then I think Chipotle just said, we don't know what we're doing. Let's leave the food out. And they would just leave it on a table. And it was a free-for-all where you come in there and pick up the pick up the Chipotle. I I mean I've said this on my podcast if you're listening you want free dinner. Go to the Chipotle in West Orange, New Jersey, walk in and take the bag. There is nobody stopping you. Now granted, I don't know if you have allergies or there's things <laughs> you like and don't like. Well, you know what? You could probably go in there and read the um yeah, the order and pick what you want. Like it's it's a free for all. So I hate that one with a passion. With with a passion. I don't even think there's a second one. Uh, the ones I love is, is a local is a is a chain called Jersey Mikes in this area, and it's like a sandwich sub shop. We have those always ready, always prepared, super friendly. Everybody is awesome there. I don't care which Jersey Mikes I go to, I love it. So I would say number one on the good side of things is Jersey Mike. On the bad side of things is the Chipotle, especially the one in West Orange. <laughs> but I'm not I'm not cutting you slack, Clifton. You know, you suck too, Clifton. So yeah, not that I've thought about this for the last two
0: years. <laughs> Our Chipotle was the same way when the pandemic started. There was like a, um, they brought out like <laughs> one of the back kitchen racks, you know, like those right. wire ones. They pushed it up to the front door and then they just yes. put all the bags on it. Exactly. So walk I know. In you're they, they didn't even look at you. They'd be back and behind the counter. And like you said, you could just go in there and grab like three bags if you wanted, I mean, they're doing it at looking. Panera
1: too, by the way. Our Panera, if you want a free meal, then you have to sign in. So I'm like, yeah, this is great. You come, you sign in. You just like, first of all, nobody can read anybody's signature. Then you have to leave your number. And it's like, I mean, oh, yeah. Now so they leave this to piece of paper. It it'll stop somebody. Counter,
0: though. Now they're back behind the counter. Again. They are they're back behind the head. counter. Yeah, the same. All one right. that I'm talking about like they, I think they were like, you know, we're past the pandemic. We might be in a different state of uh, post pandemic
1: than you are. I'm not sure mm. where Jersey is. We're doing great as far as like our numbers are concerned. They're pretty. No, low. I mean like, like in people... terms of like
0: uh, masking
1: and all that kind. Of, like we're done. Like, nobody, everybody's kind of like,
0: do you? I'll do me. Yeah. Let's all just hang out. <laughs>
1: like, right. Yeah. There's. There's. It's a combination of things. It's a right. combination. I, I mean, you, you guys aren't lot... New York, right? That's what I'm kind of getting at. Yeah. No, I think everybody's. We're in a good place, and I think it's because people have done a good job to get us there. Um, right. I'll say that. And yeah, there's still people wearing masks, people not wearing masks. It's just, it just, it just all depends on where you are and whatnot. Um, yeah, it, but it's, but I would say from, for the most part, it, it feels like normal life. It feels like we're, we're getting back towards normal life with a hint of with a hint of not normalcy all over the place. Right.
0: Of course. Uh, well, there's a lot of, <laughs> we won't even go into the things outside of the norm that are going wrong too, but, um, okay. So here's a, uh, So I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you, are you familiar with California's AB5 being independent contractors like you and I, as opposed to
1: being employees of the company? Uh, I used to know it. It sounds very familiar, but if you want (sighs) to give context, I won't say no. So then when you ask the question, I can not sound like AB5 uh, was, was a um, law was passed into law by governor Newsom
0: and Vina Dubal, who I had on the podcast just a couple weeks ago. Nice. Um, And yeah, I mean, she normally, she doesn't do any podcasts, but, AB5 is not my law. So, Vina and I see that workers need transparency. Gig platform workers need full transparency. They should have it. But we don't see eye to eye on how to get there. She's all about the unions and being the employee model. I'm about no, I need flexibility. I have too many jobs. (laughs) Right. You know, so I mean, like, without that flexibility, it's over for me you take the flex
1: out and make me in some kind of employee or franchisee or something. So you're, can I just ask you, so you're saying like in that, in that flexibility would be, you have to work eight to three Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and you don't get to choose it would depend. Powers? I mean,
0: I mean, it would depend. They can. So right now the law passed and then they passed prop 22 in California, which overrode it for the gig workers, but left a lot of other people screwed like traditional, uh, musicians, uh Uh, writers for newspapers and stuff where they could only do like 30 articles a year. Mm. If you write for newspapers in California, or you could only do this and they had to carve out anesthesiologists. It's just been a big mess, but here's the bottom line is here's the latest thing. That's just killing me. And so I wanted to bring it up tonight. So AB five is a law and it didn't prop 22. uh, The gig companies put in uh, 200 million dollars to fight it wow. in California alone. Um, Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, Instacart. Um, but what, what is really killing me right now is that I don't know if you're familiar, I'm sure you're familiar with what's going on down at the ports in California and getting our supply chain back in order. So right. the ports are union run. So now that 85 is passed and they didn't get an exemption. The truckers who are independent contractors and own their truck, trucks, fleet, whatever it is, are not allowed to go there and work. Now, Mm -hmm. we have California CDL drivers who are twice as fast as the union CDL drivers, and there's about twice as many of them. If they were allowed to go down to the ports, it's estimated that it would be three times quicker to have our supply chain restocked, and they're not changing that law. They're not going to... They're not even going to amend it temporarily, mm. and right now we're looking at our supply chain being about a year out before we're restocked. Mm. So, I don't know that you know you're an independent contractor too, but this is I'm asking you this because it's coming to your neck of the woods. And actually, Massachusetts has it on the H bill for next year to pass it there, and then Jersey, New Jersey, and Washington State mm. are also looking at the model for maybe five, which was a fail to do it in your state. And what it would do is it would require you to be a W-2 employee of everything you work for. Everything. Hmm. And for me, that wouldn't work. I I live in Colorado. For me, if it comes here, I, that wouldn't work. I couldn't do that.
1: Yeah, I, I mean to answer if I could or couldn't do it. I don't know the answer to that off the top of my head. And I was just wondering if it was going to affect your other work too. I don't know. It would, it would not, it would not impact me, but I would say, you know, just top of my head, but I would say just, just changing people's uh, or limiting people's ability to have the flexibility that that would bother me a lot. Yeah. And I can totally, can totally sympathize and understand losing that control for yourself. And what has made this, uh gig economy works so well for a lot of people is that they are independent contractors that work on their time that work on their hours that can be flexible based around other jobs that they have and not have to worry about an employer saying hey you're with us you can't have that second job because i i know there's a lot of people that do it full time but like myself there's a lot of people also that were like i need to i need to scratch some more money together i need to i mean ultimately i'm talking about the podcast but it started from and I said the story in the beginning, I needed a second job and it was perfect because at CBS Sports Radio, I'm producing a morning show. I have the flexibility when that's done to do something. But for example, if my job then called for me and I had to do something that was require, required, basically once I finished the delivery, I could right. get back and make those necessary adjustments for my other job. Unlike if I was working somewhere where I had strict hours and I was kind of stuck that wouldn't have been as good for me, but I loved the flexibility. So I think taking flexibility away from people yep. is, is a, dang, is, a, is a dangerous thing to do because what makes this job in a lot of ways from a secondary job standpoint is how much flexibility you have and losing that would be devastating. Absolutely. And that's, I've stepped outside of the, of the app based gig
0: world and actually interviewed people. Like I interviewed, uh, a lady that owned a nonprofit opera house in LA for 30 years mm. had to close her doors because of AB five. She's a five Oh one C three nonprofit. Mm. There's no reason that that can't happen. Yeah. Uh, but she, she can't, she would have to make every person in the opera, an employee for these limited shows and engagements at different venues. That's rough. That's rough. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, and it's just these truckers, these truckers have these parked five, $600,000 trucks that they can't use. Because they're not allowed to, you got to be union now. So I don't know. It's, it's really, it's a worry of mine because it's the same thing that, that they're trying to push through with this pro act and stuff too. And it's, it's been a passion project and I'm glad to see that's not happening right now, but, um, um, so like my sponsor right now is Curry. Um, I know that we just saw, uh, um, what was it? The one that, uh, FedEx bought Roadie. The Rody app was bought by FedEx. Um, Do you think that these days when you see, I don't know if you see a lot of them in your area, and I know you just work at Uber Eats, but I'm sure you're somewhat got your finger on the pulse. Do you think gig companies even start up with the ambition of really trying to get into the market and stay in it? Or do you think that they're doing it just to sell out?
1: Hmm, I've never been asked that. That's a really interesting question. I because think we're se- doing- the
0: reason I'm asking is because we see a lot of them selling out, and so I'm just wondering,
1: are like some people like out now to the getting big-
0: the idea, like, hey, if we've got a little bit different of something, and we do it, and we get it
1: patented, Uber will buy us. Or, wow, that I, I yeah, I would say, I think it's so difficult now to get to that level that it's probably, and also too, like if you if I don't know how much they're being bought for, but if somebody said, hey. Here's ten million dollars. What I don't know. Maybe that's an extreme amount, but like, let's we're gonna buy you out, and and then you're gone. I I don't I don't know at this point how anybody could get to those levels. Because how much it would take to get there? I mean, these are the big boys, and they control it, and they have a lot of control that hurts a lot of people in a lot of different ways. And when I say hurt, you know, when you say, hey, this is the delivery. F- fee. It's like, well, what are you going to do about it? This is the only place where you can get this food delivered. Tough, tough luck. I, I really, I really, at this point, see if you can get bought out for a nice chunk of change. I think that's the way it'll go. Maybe something sneaks through and I'm wrong, but I would say, yeah, it's, Hey, we love your idea. We love what you've been doing. Here's a, here's a couple hundred K go away. Right. And for the most part, I'm I'm talking about the smaller, smaller fish that
0: you really have to have a good idea because otherwise they're not even going to buy you anyway. They're just going to push you under. Right. They know you can't, you don't have a right. chance. You don't have their database of of clients. You don't have anything. You're going to go try and start up markets. But like, look at Drizzly. Drizzly sold out to, to Uber for $1.1 billion. That's a lot of money. Yeah. That's a lot of money. And they started with a 70 grand investment in 2012. Crazy. So a, I, I a nine would not your investment to go from 70 grand to 1.1 billion.
1: I would say in a lot of ways, hearing stuff like that is inspiring <laughs> too, because I know from, from me personally, the amount of projects and I don't, you know, this is all my passion stuff and I'm, but to hear that you can make it, I think it is, is super cool. And I don't know, I don't know the backstory. And if someone's listening to this podcast going like, blah, 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 I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm no, just no, on the surface, on the surface. The American dream to me is: I got an idea, right. I'm going to make a ton of money on it, and I'm going to help other people. Like See, I used to be, I used it. to be of the mindset. I've been in the gig
0: economy, the app based one here in Denver since like 2014. So, and I was doing rideshare forever, but um, I was of the opinion where like there were companies starting up in Austin and LA and all these littler rideshares that did have a fighting chance of maybe hitting some markets. And slowly they just started selling out, but there was a time when they were all fighting it off. Like, no, screw you, Uber. We don't want anything to do with you. We'll just keep working on right. this. But right, I, feel right. like that, I feel like that model or that, that hope is starting to fade. Hmm. But I also feel like more gig companies are starting to step up and start. And I feel like it's maybe a lot of times it's just a,
1: just like, we got an idea. Let's make it. Let's show that it
0: works and let's sell the company.
1: Now, 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 all I'm doing right now is while while you're talking, and I'm listening. Is my brain is going? What can I think of that's really good with delivery that could be bought out? So yeah, I'd be one of those people. It sounds like oh, I, mean, I don't you, have any. You ears. even
0: said uh, um, Jer- Jersey Mike's. You know, like I don't know. Here, our Jersey Mike's has delivery.
1: Yours does not have. What you're saying? No, it, it does. does to- it does with Jersey Mike cars. Mm, yeah, here it does not. So that might be a local thing. I mean, okay. I have, I have thought, and see, to me, this this is my brain, and this is what I have thought. If I my million dollar idea is, I to me think I could be a consultant for people or for the companies in the area because I know which restaurants run well, which ones don't, why they do, the issues, what's going on with employees, why they take long, why delivery drivers are canceling, why this McDonald's good, why why that McDonald's doesn't work, why putting the deliver by. Putting the pickup in this location worked. By putting it in that location didn't work. I mean, I could just do a full breakdown, like we're doing March Madness, looking at the seeds and telling you why this this McDonald's is is far superior than the Burger King over here, etc. Oh, at eight o'clock they don't do. You can't come in the building. Everything's delivery nobody's then going to go to that McDonald's because nobody wants to wait in a 30 minute line to get somebody food. So it's going to be canceled, 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 canceled. Meanwhile, the McDonald's at the other location that allows you to go in, people are going to get their food, all these little nuances. Maybe McDonald's doesn't care. I don't know, but that's where I, I was like, I could, I could write a book on the, all the restaurants in this area, what they do well and don't do well, how they could get better and ways they can improve. How many, how many deliveries have you done? Uh, I've done almost 3000, right. almost 3000, but yeah, I've been stuck for a, a little it. bit. But yeah, yeah, that was I was at a nice streak, and um, I wanted to do like a big celebration for delivery one thousand, and then the pandemic hit, so I was kind of bummed out. Yeah, I hear you. Um,
0: let's see. Uh, I was really hoping you had worked some
1: Doordash, and I forgot to even ask you that. Um, I have I've signed up for Doordash, and I want to do Doordash, and I'm scared. I'm not. I'm 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 so conditioned to know the Uber Eats app. I have not done it. But I know everybody said like, you got to get on it because what if something happens, not your, like whatever, where you get deactivated, even if it was, I'm not a, you know, I'm doing my job right, but who knows? Uh, you have to have backups and you have to have backups. And I do understand if I was doing this more full time, I would probably have multiple apps running because I know that, Hey, this is, I can't rely on just one app, but because in this area, Uber Eats is really good. I've kind of just stuck with it, and then I've yeah. I've been too scared to try dip my toe in the DoorDash world. I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Right. But if this, yeah. And it's like, good. Time I know though, how to do it,
0: but at the same time, there's a there is a there's some rhyme and reason behind have
1: all the platforms behind you. I agree. In case no, you no you I, 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 I on agree. One. I agree. I know it would be the right thing to do. I'm not. I know it's my problem, and I'm not saying I'm not going to come on here and be like. You should only do one. It's the way to go. This is how you got to do it, kids. I also don't. But see, I also
0: hear some people say, sign up for all of them right now. And I'm like, dude, why would you do that? Because as you sign up for each one, there's a bonus to be had in that. If you can do a certain amount of things in a certain amount of time, usually. So you go and you pick the best one that's going on at the time. If you're looking for a new app and you work that one and get the bonus,
1: put that under your belt. But you wouldn't sign up for all of them
0: and get none of the bonuses.
1: That'd be stupid. Yeah. that's That was my favorite part of doing food delivery was, and, I'm, and I'll and i say this with the bonuses, like I had a job that was salaried and good or bad. I mean, I want to do good. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not going to work. Hey, let's screw up today, Mike. But if you had a bad day or you had a great day, it didn't impact your salary. And I got to right. a place at a point where this is what I was making. So when I got to do it, when I started doing Uber, it was really for me intoxicating where it was like just one more hour, Mike, like, and I got addicted to that part of it where (laughs) what you put in is what you would put, get out. Obviously a lot of variables on the road with what's happening with the restaurants, but if you're motivated and you know what you're doing, I was like, this is cool. Like on a couple, like I'm free. And then I got the weekends. I can make another $500 and it's all on my shoulders. And I was like, this is great. I got so into it. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, I don't even know if I should. So, there's okay, I'm going to I'm going to hit on uh, just two more things real quick. Yeah. And then and then we'll we'll sum it up for the night. Um Cool. Yeah, cuz I know my son's been sick. I know you got you know, you got things going on too. Uh but today, so here's something for you too. Today Waymo launched launched uh cars that are delivering food in South LA. Um aut- autonomous cars. Hmm. No driver, not even, not even the driver that's supposed to be in there just in case, because there's no passengers, right? well, Like when Uber did it in Pittsburgh or when they did it in, in Arizona, they killed people crazy and they got sued. And there were people in there who were supposed to hit the brakes. If the car was doing something wrong or whatever, they had stop mechanisms. And like, I remember the one in Arizona was some lady was texting. that was sitting up there. Oh my God. She was texting. She killed a biker that was crossing the road and the LIDAR that's systems terrible. on these autonomous cars can't uh, in the night. They don't they don't catch people or animals. Well, they also don't work in the snow, like really weird things. Um, but so it was coming and it it hit the lady. And in the end, the lady ends up getting sued and Uber didn't even back her. She was being paid like 25 bucks an hour. And hmm. she's the one now facing this manslaughter charge. And that's all oh, this whole story is. I mean, it's just, just awful. So so at least they went to this other thing. And I, I always said, you know, go build a city in the desert somewhere and run your autonomous cars down there until you get it right because you don't have it right. Yeah, you yeah, you can't. You can't I mean, we're them. we're four 30, 40 years out from true autonomous. So to be like sure. doing them live in Los Angeles is just... I mean, if I lived in Los Angeles, I'd go jump in front of one right now because Waymo has a ton of money
1: and I'd sue them for all of it. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. What I mean... Yeah, I don't know how that works. I mean, I I I can well, this tell you is the this. First people day. barely I, drive cars I'm well, waiting. so I can I'm waiting if by Friday it says oh that's over. Yeah, I, I from a let's just let's just play the hypothetical game and it's like it worked. Here's your food. Um does the car then turn into a delivery person? Like is it like a transformer that turns into a person and like walks to the to the door or does no, the person has to come out and open the door?
0: No, it's but they don't even have back doors. They've got like uh the trunks. So it'll say what number trunk you are. Mm. So like okay. there's like one, two, three, and then on the other side, four, five, six. And so it'll say you're number two and you just come up and it'll unlock two uh, when it's okay. at yours and you push a button and it opens. So it's not and like you food. go,
1: you, you go over there, you go to the trunk and you're like, yeah, I ordered McDonald's, but it looks like, uh it looks like somebody else in this trunk got a nice steak. Right. Yeah. I think I'm going to go switch what my or what I'm having for dinner tonight. And good luck to whoever's going to have mine.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So that's just, I wanted to put it on your radar too, because I think it's cool. pretty interesting that they're doing that because I think it's way out of line. So here's the last thing because uh, Hannibal from Brooklyn, I don't know if you know Hannibal is hungry, but um, I had him on last week and he had a guy from Denver on this week on his podcast that said he's doing this challenge for November. But I just saw. They're doing it in New Zealand, too, where it's like, you know, can you make $2,500 a week, $10,000 a month uh, for November? And they're putting hmm. the challenge out there to anybody. And if you hit it, you get like an extra $2,000 bonus. Wow. What would it take you to hit 2500 a week?
1: What would okay, you have to me- do
0: in your market?
1: Let me just kind of do some mental math real quick, and uh, you know, I can, I can play. Like, if you didn't have another job,
0: if you had the whole, yeah, yeah, no, I feel. If I did this
1: full time, if I just did this all day, all the time, no hour cap, yep, um, three hundred times. I could definitely. That'd be tight. That'd be really close. It'd be. How how many hours would you have to put in? I would probably have to put an eighty to do twenty five hundred. Yeah, probably 80. I would think to do, to get that Again, done, maybe would, a little if less. If you did have another job, so you could pick the prime 70, times too and... Yeah. 70 hours. I think 70 hours. That's a lot of radio. Yeah. I could do 70 hours in my car. I think yeah. I could get it done. I had on my podcast a year plus now, uh, a guy named Sam Lyons, who did this in um, Oregon, I believe in Portland, where okay. he was able to hit a crazy amount i can't remember the details now but he did do something like this but you do have to be careful too like uh if you're doing this many hours and it's it's like you're on the road for the 70th hour and it's three in the morning and you're driving around trying to deliver somebody some tacos at night and you're just like, oh i wake up so you, you would have to be careful but oh, yeah. with a lot of coffee with a lot of soda paste places to go to the potty yeah i think 70 hours i could get it done yeah i think so
0: yeah so, I'm full of myself, but yeah. So 70, you know, 140, 280. So 280 hours in a month would earn you 10 grand.
1: Yeah. Um, let's see. If you did that for a year, that'd be 120,000. You'd have no life. Um, that's kind of and... where this whole
0: article was going to is, you know, <laughs> can you make 120,000? The proof would be start in November and see in this November challenge. It's not doable to do for a year. Well, They're no, but impossible. the one thing about the challenge that's cool is that they, they give you the extra 2K. What I don't like though. Right. Is that they're pushing for people to, like you were just saying, to push themselves to a limit where they're going to get so Gary. burnt out. Right. Even like you said, coffee, this, that, the other, it doesn't fix when you're that tired.
1: Right. You hit a max, you're, you're just. I mean, you're there are done. times you, you just gotta better get over. off the
0: road. And if you're trying to hit that, you're going to get in an accident. Yeah, exactly. Or something's going to go wrong. It just mm-hmm. is.
1: Mm-hmm. That'd be smart. So, all right, Mike, uh, give us the plugs on your stuff. And I'll put it in the cool. show notes as well. Yeah, no, and I, I appreciate you having me on. I really enjoyed our conversation. Absolutely. You enlightened me on a lot of different things I didn't know about. I love talking food delivery. I love talking food. Uh, I'm really into it. So thank you for the platform to come on here and talk about it. It's the Mike Delivers podcast. I put it out weekly with my, uh, I put it out weekly personally. Right now, what I'm doing is talking to different people about food delivery and using that those experiences from people to dive into their life. And kind of using like food delivery. This is where the podcast is right now. We talked about evolving food delivery as the vehicle, pun intended, to get more information about people, share stories of their life, but use use food delivery as the questions to get there. Then, if you want to go to our Patreon page at Mike Delivers Pod, uh, my wife and I do food reviews, and I've also got a past basketball podcast called Bad Weather Fans. If you're into hoops. Uh, my buddy and I just yell at each other and have a really nice time <laughs> doing it. And I'm going to be yelling at him later tonight. I can't wait. In your show, oh, you do it on Wednesday nights. We do it. Well, we do it based on our basketball schedules oh, okay. of games. Okay. So it's okay. all over the place. And yeah, yeah that's, that. so it kind of depends. So in your show notes though,
0: are links to, uh,
1: um... yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. In the links. show notes on Twitter okay. at Mike delivers pod, uh, right. on Instagram as well. Find all those goodies. And get more of my adventures from the road. Well, that's your to Patreon
0: link too isn't all. I think I saw it in your show too. Yeah. Your show Go notes. over there, people.
1: Help me buy diapers. Uh, <laughs> help me buy diapers and help feed my kitty cat is behind me. That's Leon, right. Lovely.
0: All right, Blake. Well, thanks uh for coming on and uh Yes, sir. Thanks for helping me
1: juggle this together all kind of last minute here. It's all been good, a rough man. week
0: around our house too, so
1: no, it's all good. I'm in the podcast <laughs> world. I have got my mics. I got I move I have, I have all these different mics around the different house. I you know, I'm on I'm unplugging things so there's no noise in the background. So uh all the love. Appreciate that anytime. Uh happy to do it again. Really enjoyed it. All
0: right. We'll talk soon. Cool. Thank you. Peace. So wow. I i forgot that Mike was super busy. We we had to juggle. I was sick. Um, he had his kid and another podcast for, uh, basketball going on that night. And we had rescheduled already from the couple days previous when I was really sick. And so, uh, then we got a little confused on the time. The, The whole thing was, luckily it was Mike who's super fun and easygoing and we were able to pull this off. But, uh, I was just listening to the podcast as I, as I'm sitting here editing it, I went through the whole thing and I'm like, whoa, man, my... You know, like we didn't follow the flow sheet much. My head, I remember my head was just thumping when I was doing this. And I was wondering, like, is this even going to be able to put out? And uh, luckily it was. I mean, I was just listening to it. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, you know, it, it isn't isn't—it isn't like uh, super fine-tuned like I like it to be, <laughs> but uh, it would still hit on some points. Um, we talked about some things. I already think, by the way, guys, that was recorded on Wednesday. And uh, I already—it's Friday now—and um, I already think that uh, the Waymo thing has been shut down in LA. Uh, we have an article up on Uber Lyft drivers you can check out. Also, uh, again, folks, Curry, and next week on the podcast, Curry. See the show notes. Sign up for Curry. Listen next week if you're not—if sh- you aren't sure and you haven't signed up yet—listen next week to other drivers in five different markets, five different cities, in different time zones around the U.S. As we, as I ask them questions, the good, the bad, and the ugly about Curry, and let's see what we come up with here. And uh, I think you guys are going to hear a lot of good things. You're going to love it. Also, um, Jason Thierry and I um, do our live uh, radio call-in show on Friday nights on TNC Radio That's uh, Trucker Radio Network, Houston. And, uh, they kind of serve a nationwide need for weather, um, you know, trucker, trucker information is always dropped during all the shows, but we're the only rideshare show on there. Um, the rideshare nation that we have a show where it's calling, you guys can call in, um, and it's uh, four to six PST and it's, uh, seven to nine EST. And you can figure out the in-betweens, check us out, ri- uh, tncradio.live and, um, yeah, you can call in everything. It's a lot of fun this week. Jason won't be there. And, uh, so he'll be back next week and then he'll be there for the rest of, uh, the year with us. And we'll, uh, we'll be seeing like what we, what we get done with that. It's just our fourth week this week. So, you know, we're getting going, but, um, give us a shout if you want to call in, Um that said, uh, also check out gig economy podcast guys. Jason's podcast, really good one out of grand Rapids, Michigan. And, uh, yeah, he drops every other Wednesday or they do it every other Wednesday live. And this last Wednesday was one, so two weeks from now, but then the following Monday after the Wednesday is when he drops the podcast if that's not confusing. Um otherwise you can find all the info on his sh- on his show by just looking up Gig Economy Podcast in any app. Um any podcast app. So uh Call in tonight, maybe, if you want to. Um, check it out. If you even get this in time, this is going to drop. By the time this drops, it'll probably be already started. So by the time you get to this point, it might be over. But hopefully by next week, we're really ready to take on some calls. We're going to have a couple people call in tonight. So if you do happen to catch it and you want to call in, please do. Um, I know where I'm thinking, uh, I know one of the people and I know that I can say this cause it's not a, maybe he said he would. So I think I'm counting on him. Um, is that, uh, Mr. Flex from Jersey speaking to Jersey, this is the whole Jersey day, I guess, uh, with Mike on and now, uh, and now Flex is going to shout out and come on. Cause I know he's been down from YouTube for a little bit because of his vehicle, but, uh, we're going to, we're going to have him on tonight and we're going to, I'm going to ask him, you know, where he's at with all that and how things are going. and. uh Yeah, that's it, guys. That's the week. And uh, I'm just glad I was able to pull this off. So uh, go out there and spin some good into this crazy world and catch us next week as we drop the curry episode that is going to be awesome. And if you're not signed up or if you are and haven't started using it yet, this is what's going to launch you to do it. So um, tune in. We'll see you back here next week. Oh. Rodeo Peace